This is Joshua Mack from Cornerstone Bible Church. I don't have any uh, fancy music or anything like that to uh, start us, unfortunately, and you definitely don't want to hear me sing, but welcome. Uh, We are uh, talking a little bit about marriage, and uh, obviously people have a lot of questions about marriage. Marriage is an important subject, marriage and family. Hard to think of many subjects that are more important, that will have more influence in your life, in the life of actually uh, generations or impact even in just the world than that of marriage and family. This is an important subject. And it's a subject that we have lots of questions about because we mess marriage up because marriage and family become so difficult so often because there's a lot of wrong teaching, a lot of wrong ideas about marriage and family. So this is a, uh, a subject that is important and that people have all kinds of questions about. And I want to talk a little while, begin by talking about one of the most fundamental questions, and that is, uh, what is marriage exactly? What does it mean to be married? Now, that that might seem a little bit like a strange question to ask because it seems obvious. It might not even be a question that you would ask when you think about marriage, but it's not obvious for a lot of people, actually. There's a lot of confusion about marriage. I mean, does marriage matter? Does marriage differ from just living together? How should we view alternative forms of non-marital sexual relationships? Even just basically, what is marriage? How would you define it? People have a lot of questions about marriage. And one reason they have so many questions is because they're continually being exposed to wrong ideas on marriage and family. I read uh, not too long ago someone who wrote, for the first time in its history, Western civilization is confronted with the need to define the meaning of the terms marriage and family. What until now has been considered a normal family made up of a father, a mother, and a number of children has in recent years increasingly begun to be viewed as one among several options, which can no longer claim to be the only or even superior form of ordering human relationships. The Judeo-Christian view of marriage and the family with its roots in the Hebrew scriptures has to a significant extent been replaced with a set of values that prizes human rights, self-fulfillment, and pragmatic utility on an individual and societal level. It can rightly be said that marriage and the family institutions are under siege in our world today and that with marriage and the family, our very civilization is in crisis, which is uh, quite a statement. It's definitely uh, scary and real, uh, for sure. He's saying people don't know what marriage and family are, and part of why they don't know is because there are just so many crazy things that are being said about it. In fact, one of the problems we face now is that you can pretty much say anything about marriage, as long as you don't say that there is an objective outside of us standard or definition of marriage. The world has rejected God as the final authority, especially when it comes to marriage. For uh, a lot of people, the way they think about marriage, it's just something that society invented. I remember, I think it was Jay Adams who talked about uh, Og and, and, and his friend Tog. He was saying that the way many people think about marriage is if they believe in evolution Og and his friend Tog are living in this cave with all these women and children, and Og was going out hunting every day and coming back and feeding all the children, and then he was like, 
hey, how do I know these are my children? And so he went to Tog and he was like, I think we need to sort out who belongs to who. And so they invented marriage. And uh, that's that's a significantly wrong way of thinking about marriage, of course, but it definitely has an impact because if marriage is nothing more than a societal invention, people can redefine marriage however they want. Uh, and that's really, I think, the issue in many people's minds. God is not God. They are God. They've set themselves up and their personal desires up as God. And so they've allowed the God of self and the God of their personal desires to change the definition and purpose of marriage and family. And so for many people, the objective standard for defining a family is me and my desires. Marriage is what I want it to be. The family is all about meeting my needs and fulfilling my identity, which of course destroys the the family. Where obviously for us as Christians, we believe there is a final authority even beyond our desires. Uh, It can be hard sometimes for us to believe that or to live like that, but this is kind of basic. We are not the final authority, and what I want or what you want is not the final authority. Who do we base our definition of marriage on? We believe God is the final authority and that he's the one who made marriage and family, and so he's the one who gets to define it. And I think we need to shout that out, really, even in the church, because we have a lot of pressure. We face a lot of pressure to think the way the world does. And so often, even though we are Christians, we're really viewing ourselves as God over marriage, practically. So in our minds, marriage is for us, and we get to define it. It's about what works, or it's about our needs. And so often, both husband and wife are trying to shape marriage into their image, A big example of that would be roles in marriage. So you can imagine maybe Joe and Sally, they come to you, they've been married for 20 years, and they've developed a way of doing marriage. So he's a passive guy. He doesn't like conflict. She's a a fighter. She's got an opinion about everything. And she honestly thinks of herself as smarter than Joe. And you know what? She probably is smarter than Joe. Uh, So even though they're Christians in their marriage, the way they are, they don't think the Bible's description of how husbands and wives are supposed to function works for them. And uh, what's sad is that their way of doing marriage isn't working either. They're, They're very angry at each other. They're fighting. But they've decided that what God says about being a husband and uh, specifically about the husband being a a loving, sacrificial leader and the wife using her gifts and talents to glorify God by coming alongside her husband as a kind of helper isn't going to work for them. And so they won't even consider what the Bible says, uh, which in a sense comes back to idolatry. I mean, even actually if their way of doing marriage was working for them according to their definition of working like it actually did seem to function well uh, there it still comes back to who ultimately is is god 
And uh, that's why sometimes you have a struggle uh, helping people change, really, because they're worshiping idols and they don't want to give that idol up. And so, of course, you can give them lots of tips about marriage, but you have to go under the surface and say, who is God here? And even in our marriages, we have to do the same. Who gets to be God? Who gets to define marriage? Well, you can pretend to be God all you want, but you're not. And so ultimately, God is the one who gets to define marriage. And so if we ask this question, what is marriage? It's an important question for sure. It's hard to do anything right if you don't know what it is. But the first thing that we have to say is that God gets to define it. And uh, we have to make sure we know his definition. And again, I realize that might sound funny, like, okay, defining marriage, come on. But practically, I've found that many problems come from people not knowing what marriage is. Uh, So in Africa, I literally counseled people where I asked them, are you married? And the husband would say, yes, of course we're married. And the wife would say, no. And that came back to the fact that they had a uh, cultural way of doing marriage. And uh, then they would talk about a white way of doing marriage, actually. And so there was a lot of confusion about what makes someone married. How do we know a person's married? And as even as a, a pastor, I was sometimes uh, confused at first and had to go back and think, well, what what does it mean to be married? And I know that might not be as much a problem here, at least knowing when you are married. But there are many other different questions people are asking about marriage. And that's a problem because we all know that it's hard to do something well if you don't know what it is. If I'm counseling someone and they have an idea in their head of what marriage is, and if it's not God's idea of what he designed marriage to be, it's not going to be surprising they're struggling to have a God-glorifying marriage. So what is marriage? Without a correct definition of marriage, it's going to be hard to answer many other questions about marriage. And uh, in the uh, podcast to follow, we'll try to go back uh, to the scriptures and see God's definition of marriage.